does that go? I I don't know how it goes. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I really like you. To... No. Oh, that's my jam. So into you. That song. But uh, I mean, most people know I, the, I did restart recording while you're singing on purpose. There it is. But we can start with some different music, you know? Like, like what? I'm like waiting for you to queue it up. Mm-hmm. I just think... mm-hmm. All right, then. <laughs> oh, no. No. Why are you doing this? I got oh, the yeah. John Deere in the bag. No, I'm, I'm, out. <laughs> I'm going home. How you doing, buddy? No, you know what? Podcast canceled. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> we're canceling podcast, huh? We're 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 canceling it. No, absolutely not. We, we are not going to cancel episode twenty-one of Till Good Game Do Us Part. That's not happening. We're fucking, we're fucking legal, guys. We're fucking legal. Pop the white claws. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, re- quick thing about white claw. Uh, sponsor me in life because that's all I drink now before I go out. That's I don't not drink true. so. I don't drink soju anymore. I've just been drinking. Anytime I go out, listen, the past couple listen. Of nights, we're not going to start this podcast with lies and slander. It's just I won't let you do it. Okay. Well, hey. round of applause. Uh, bring me the claws. You know. Hey, Panini. Don't you be a meanie. Oh, my God. All right. So, I'm not going to lie. This week in eSports, I won't say it was dry, but it was just a lot of eh. So Yeah, there's just also just a lot of stuff. A lot of, like, sad stuff has also happened in the past couple of days. Uh, and I guess we can start with the let's, get the... let's get the sadness out of the way so we can yeah. crack jokes later. Yeah, um, and we can just like pay proper respects, even though I'm not too familiar with the gentleman. But as most of you may have heard the news, um, I believe it was Tuesday. It was confirmed that Etika, I said his name right, correctly. Mm, mm. Um, Etika, he had passed away, um, and his body was discovered in the East River. Unfortunately, um, he committed suicide. So I just want to give my condolences to his family and friends. Um, I wasn't too familiar with his YouTube or Twitch. Um, I know that me and Doge ran into who ran into who God ran into him. Jeez. Um, a few times at events. I think it was, I know PAX East for sure. Um, and it might have been either previous PAX East or like a E3 or something, but I didn't know him that well or familiar with his work, but I just want to give condolences to his family and friends and may he rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an unfortunate thing when, uh, when a lot of, cause you, you, we've seen a lot of people like saying like they wish they did more, uh, they wish they reached out more and, 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 and sometimes it's unfortunate because um, many times you need uh, more so professional help and medical advice. Uh, and no matter how much somebody is there for you, like there's only so much somebody can 
do, which, um, which again, condolences to his family, all his loved ones, closest friends. Um, and I think one of the biggest things, and, and, and we talk about it a lot, is we advocate for um, is therapy and mental health, uh, especially in such a stressful environment, such as like esports, gaming, quote unquote, the industry. Um, it's very easy to it's very easy to sort of fool yourself into thinking that you're okay because you're in this quote unquote lackadaisical, lighthearted environment. Um, but you still have to take care of yourself at the end of the day, um, no matter what kind of industry or environment you're in. Because um, every every environment can become stressful. Every environment uh, can take sort of these dark areas of your of your own psyche and, and make them spread um and it's very unfortunate that someone's sort of cry for help and sort of was kind of pushed aside at times because there were a lot of people trolling and saying oh he's not going to do it and that's that's one of the biggest the most unfortunate things that we still don't take a lot of this stuff seriously and that's very unfortunate but again you know condolences to his family you know and i and i really hope that this sort of sends a message and a lot of people are able to wake up and sort of realize how important mental health is especially in the competitive gaming and esports and, and streamer world and stuff like that yeah and and even though i was reading something about uh tifu the other day saying why like he wanted to leave la um and even though Attica was not in la it's still important that people that are in this new space of being like famous and being a personality that the entire world is you're not only visible to but you're also tangible to um i feel like it's super important to just reach out to people like even even if someone like of his stature you you're not going to get a response Sometimes it's okay to like message the people that you admire or appreciate and just kind of like leave them a fan letter saying like, hey, I appreciate what you do. Like, you know, I hope you're okay. Like if you know they're like aware of it and, it, and that person may ignore it, they may read it, but it's like, I think at the end of the day, like how everyone's like, I wish I could have done more. Just like saying your piece to the person should like I won't say it should be but it it can make you feel like content when things like this happen knowing that like hey I did my part in the sense of reaching out you know and not yeah. everyone wants to have the conversation but you attempted it yeah and I think at the end of the day you, you need to be able to you need to be able to say you need to be able to come out and say like I'm not healthy and I need help um, and I think that's a big important thing is that we're still in a society in general not just in Esports, not just in just gaming communities, we're still very afraid to like come out and be like, "I'm not okay. There's nothing physically wrong with me. Um, I'm just not okay." And I think uh, a big, a big conversation that we always have to have and we always have to keep striving for is to say, is to encourage people to say when they're not okay, so that they can get the help that they need. And so, and I don't even think sometimes it's not just being okay. Like, I think, I think sometimes, and I don't want to say this and people think that, like, I'm trying to be dismissive, 
But I think sometimes we may confuse being mentally exhausted with being depressed or like a mental illness, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you might, mm. you might just be like not getting enough rest. You're not exercising, you're eating poorly. And then like all those things that are happening to you physically kind of eat away, eat away at you mentally. So when things are happening and it's causing you to think mm. you're not thinking in the best mind state or an optimistic mind state, you're kind of just thinking, this person is irritating me or I feel um, like you feel mentally exhausted, but you may like mistake it as something else. And you're just kind of like, Oh, I must be depressed. Or if I go to talk to someone, like I'm going to, I'm going to ignore, um, feel annoying to them or, yeah, you know, it, it'll it, pass or whatever. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and it, it brings up it's, and you are right. Self-help is not only mentally, Sometimes in order to get yourself out of the rub, besides seeking help, is 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 eating right, showering, work like exercising, uh, you know, even like simple things like like skincare, getting like going out for like a massage and stuff like that, or aromatherapy, incense, stuff like that also really helps. And I think it's a it's a it's a total mind and body sort of thing that you have to do um, because a lot of people do when they are when they have these depressions and these these lulls they kind of just like they're like oh i'm gonna lock i'm gonna i'm gonna go away not talk to anybody i'm just gonna sit alone and not doing anything and that's kind of the wrong thing to do uh you could totally be on your own you could totally be secluded but like if you are doing things like you know cooking yourself a nice meal or going out and going to the gym or even just going for a walk outside um that definitely helps um yeah, but you know, overall, it's a, it's a very sad thing to have, and you know, even though uh, I personally didn't know him, it's 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 definitely like a, a loss for the community, and uh, yeah, it's something that we, that I think we can both you and I can both hope that won't that this will raise some issues and that it'll help the community. And I want to. I just want to like address two more things like in regards yeah, yeah. to this as well. Like, for one, I saw a lot of people after this happening, and I don't want this to be taken in a negative light either a lot of people were posting like the suicide hotline for the different countries i'm glad that people were aware and to like were retweeting that and getting that out there but i think a lot of the times people who have suicidal thoughts know that number is there and someone brought up a good point and they said you know hey these hotlines aren't the only solution you can go and talk to your family and friends and like even a therapist. And I know some people do that and, you know, people are dismissed, dismissive of it, of it. But I think if you keep bringing it up, like you have to be, you, you think like, oh, I'm being annoying, but you have to do that to get it across to say, hey, no, like I don't feel well. Yeah. 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 Like you have to get it into those people's heads. I don't feel well. And again, yeah. they're going to be dismissive. And I know that the thought of, why doesn't this person believe me? Like, if you keep saying it and you keep feeling that way, you clearly know, hey, this is an issue. So, and again, it's probably a lot to put on the person, but like, you have to be, you have to have some type of accountability to say like, this person was dismissive, but like, I know that something is still wrong. I have yeah. to like, get them to understand something is wrong. 
Right. Now, if that person is the type of person that just doesn't believe in um, mental health issues, then that's the wrong person to talk to, in my opinion. Right. If it's someone who's kind of dismissive at first, that's okay. But like, if it's someone who is constantly dismissive, find someone else. Like, that number is not the only source of help, and it could be your your last um, line of help, your li- last line of defense. But like, talk to your family and friends, and like, make them aware that like, hey, I'm gonna tell you something, and you might be dismissive, but like, I've been feeling like this for, you know a month or three months like let them know that like i know that you're going to be dismissive but like i know something's wrong with me and i need help how can you help me get through this like again i think that's what people kind of mistaken when they say like you're not alone it's like yeah you may feel alone and you may actually be alone but if yeah. you make people aware and and you say hey i want to get help i genuinely want to get help and you say, I want you to help me. I think you just have to know, like, work with that person mm. as much as you can. And even when you feel like oh, I'm still, you know, feeling the way you are, just just keep working with that person until you can get either the proper help or the feeling. I guess I don't think it ever goes away. I don't think the feeling ever goes away. Yeah. Um, but it may subside briefly. But I think it's just like again the biggest thing is communication like and i and i think oh. just saying it is i don't want to say pointless but i feel like people are going to be like okay well if this person feels this way and they're doing this like sometimes you have to put the person who feels that way in a accountable position because mm. if you keep reaching out and help trying to help and you're not being dismissive and the pers- other person is just like brushing you off like again, there's a and I, and I don't think you should just leave that person. I think if you're not being dismissive, you should continue to try to seek proper help for that person, even if they're telling you they don't want your help or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I I think at the end of the day, like if when stuff like this happens, people are always gonna say, "I should have done more." Yeah, but to some extent you doing more can still never be enough. Yeah. And I think that's what some people have to understand. Yeah. Your your more can sometimes not be enough for the person who feels like it's over or there's no point. So Yeah. Um I don't want to I don't want to get into the drama behind any of that like Kim stuff stuff either. Um Yeah, no, fuck that guy. We're done. Well, mainly, <laughs> We're done. Well, mainly because I'm just not aware of it, but like I feel like that was just too much and that was too personal between them two and that the the public should just stay out of that. Like, that's not for us to discuss. Um, yeah, it was done on the internet, but I feel like they had a different type of... They clearly had a different type of relationship and I think us just getting bits and pieces of that now that he's gone um, is not beneficial to anyone. Yeah, because we don't know the full extent of their their relationship. Yeah, I, what, I don't even want to call it a friendship; just their relationship in general. We don't yeah, know the full yeah, extent yeah. of it, so we shouldn't be commenting on it, especially when someone 
one of the individuals is no longer here to, you know, speak for themselves. Right. So, but again, condolences to his friends and family. Um, and hopefully we can minimize things like this in the future in regards to our community and just the world as a whole. Yeah. So now that the, uh, I guess the sad news is out of the way and I don't want to say it like that cause that sounds really messed up. <laughs> well, yeah, well now, now that we kind of talked about some of the very, is some of the, the important issues, you know, yeah. it's an important issue that, you know, it was good to get into. Um, but I think uh, I think we're I think it's time for us to move on, talk about some more lighthearted stuff. Um, I don't know if this uh, is lighthearted, but do you want to talk about uh, Fiera Esports renewing their CS:GO team for five-year contract because uh, I'm, I mean I was gonna got say, poached. I was gonna say Happy Pride, but okay. Oh well, I mean, what today is the last of the month, so yeah, today you can say is that. the last of the month. Pride Parade is happening in full effect right now. Wait, there's more City. than one. So they do one at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month? Um, they like usually the, the big New York City Pride Parade is usually like the last weekend of 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 June. Um and this it just so happened that literally it's on like the last day of June because tomorrow's July first. Um we are already like a quarter way through the summer, guys, and that's insane. I feel like everything's flying by so fast. But Happy Pride. Happy Pride to all my LGTBQ++ gamers out there. You guys are killing it. Um, very good communities. Uh, a lot of positivism. Um, shout out to all the allies who are very positive and supportful of your your queer friends. So shout out to you guys. Uh, so that's on a happier note that I'm happy that to say that this is probably one of the first years where I feel like the queer community in gaming is like like in very supportive and and they're in full force and i support that wholeheartedly good for y'all keep going with the news <laughs> all right well yeah so fear esports signed um their their csgo team to five-year contracts because their players were about to get poached by another or i don't know how many for one this isn't an often occurrence of players getting this long of a contract. I think the most we've might've seen was like in league of legends, but I don't know if that was a five year length of the contract or players just decided to keep renewing their contracts with orgs. Like for example, mm-hmm. we had, um, double lift with CLG for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then you have like Pearson with TSM um, yep. To some extent, Afro moved with the hundred thieves, but even before that, he was like with, um, not like directly with it, but like before again, double if like CLG days. Like we've seen players stick with the orcs for quite a while. But what are your thoughts on like finally seeing like to almost what is like a a max length contract? So here's and, the thing. And there's like a meme going around that, oh, because they're Brazil and Neymar just signed like a five-year contract. I don't think those things have any relation to each other, but I know it's a meme, but go ahead. So here's the thing. I think, I think it's mostly because of the idea that, um, 
kind of like Furia, like is kind of like now like this big organization. They kind of struggled for so long um, that now that they they're and I think they kind of were like, I think it was a wake up call for them that when they start when their players started getting closer, like oh shit, like people want our players now. Like we don't, and, and it's also the idea of like, oh, we don't want them to leave. So like, let's lock them down. Like, what are we doing? We're bringing, I think it's more so of the idea of like, it's like, oh, we're being dumb. Like we're being dumb and we're not signing. We should be locking these players down because we have this, we have these solid players now that I, that are going to, uh, over the, maybe the next couple of years are going to be taking us to higher, uh, well, for lack of, of, to bigger heights. And I think, and I think that's what it is. So I think, I don't think it was so much that. It was like I don't think they were ever really afraid that their players were going to get taken completely. I think it was the idea of like it was just sort of a small wake up call. Where it was like, oh yeah, what the fuck are we doing? We should probably be locking these players in. And a and it's like you know what they also deserve to be locked into a nice contract for a couple of years that that benefit them. So I hope that their 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 contracts benefit them, and I hope that the, these five years isn't going to be fucking hell for these players. Or like they're not going to get paid well or anything like that. So I hope that they're getting, they're coming into very nice contracts. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Uh, that was my biggest takeaway um, from seeing the article was just, I hope that they got lawyers to read over the contract and that the. What are we always saying, guys? Lawyer the fuck up in esports. Really, and I and I hope that the contracts suit them because again, having that locked in for that lane. Yeah, there may be a trade clause here and there, but if it's a if it's a good contract, those guys don't have to worry. And if they're performing the way they are now and they continue to practice and stay in shape and can stay healthy, that's the biggest thing because in esports it's very it's very easy for orgs to just throw away players. They're just like players are essentially disposable. Yeah. I think Part of the thing that Fear also thought about was this team synergy, like these guys play well together. And that's what that's what something in esports I don't think we do enough. We just want the best player, top fraggers, you know, every player that's the best in their position, let's get them on this team. And they just think that's going to correlate with winning and there's no... And again, we said it in our early episodes, um, I think it was like episode two or something, like there's no such thing as player development. And if it is, it's very minimal. Like, it's just like, oh, if it doesn't work out, get rid of them. And I think another team that's doing this really well right now is 100 Thieves in League of Legends. You know, they were struggling last season, I think in, in the spring split, they were like in last place. But instead of just like, dropping all the players like immediately or I don't know what their contracts look like but they went to their academy team and they rotated players out this in this split and they've been winning games so it's like utilize like those players that you have in your academy team yeah as well as your like your main roster don't just say hey we're going to release you and send you to another org because you did you underperformed this season or yeah. you underperformed for this one event. Like CSGO has a ton of events. So the fact that one yeah. person like underperformed for one event is kind of insane. Like well, for I think you it's to all, like get rid I, of them. To be fair, to be fair, I will say, I think that also comes from an old school mentality where like they were back in the day where there weren't many like big time like events going on where like a lot of people was like, all right, 
Dang, minor thing. Okay, the big fucking shit is coming up. Hope you do well. Oh, you didn't do any well? Fuck off. Like, I think that's the, it's the mentality of, like, still in, like, the thinking, like, oh, there's only, like, one big tournament. And it's like, no, now there's, as you were saying, there's fucking so many big tournaments coming up. So I think it's the idea of, like, we need to be able to think, like, remember, like, oh, there's other big chances for us. There's other big chances for this player. So, oh, my God. I'm, like, banging on my table. I don't know if you just heard it. And I didn't. Um, but you're good. But Bang away. But it's the idea of we have to start realizing that esports is now so big that there are so many more opportunities for these gamers. And as you're saying, you can't just we definitely can't just write them off now um, yeah. after after one poor performance because there's so many things. Like there are so many times that like like you have even you take real sports where you have a lot of NFL players, uh, NBA players. They make it to the finals of something and then they like oh shit and then like they they you know nerves or injury something fucking makes them play kind of piss poor and then you know then they come back the next year and they play and they're fucking it's like a redemption arc for them you know and i think we need to start giving players more of a redemption arc um i'm not saying keep the player who for like 5 years has been playing like ass i'm yeah, saying and that's the thing that esports like when, that's what we're saying not to do. Like, if someone's yeah. been underperforming for a year, eight months, you know, because esports e careers are somewhat short, don't keep the like. Then it's okay to trade them, but it's just it's just like that one time in Overwatch when like the player underperformed and they were like, "Oh, uh, was it LA Valiant?" And they were like, "Oh, just get rid of the whole entire team." It's like we. <laughs> or something well well like uh um of like a new split yeah i mean like also like like florida mayhem like they, florida mayhem recently did that they like for season two they like let go of their entire team basically and then like midway through the season they like again just like completely restructured again so like i was just like jesus christ and esports um, is different because in basketball yeah like to some extent players are somewhat extend uh what's the word i'm looking for expendable yeah, but in esports, that's so prevalent because it's so easy to just go and pick, you know, a, a, lead, a player from a top leaderboard or within the space, and like, all right, we want you on the team now. But like, mm -hmm. again, it's the synergy. Like, people may not know that guy; they just might not play well well with them. Then you're probably asking that player to move from wherever to come live in a house. It's 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 too much stuff that clashes together. Mm. where we just throw players away yeah. and it's weird because a lot of the time like you just said it's not like in the nba where like some people maybe get hurt and then they might win or lose like usually you'll try to keep see that team like stick together if they made it thus far depending on like how the ross or the the contract length is set up usually mm -hmm. a player may not look for a trade unless they don't they don't mesh well with a few players right yeah but it's just like when golden state lost to cleveland they didn't disband the entire roster like yeah clay thompson didn't go somewhere steph didn't go somewhere draymond green didn't go anywhere else like they got rid of their sitter and they picked up kevin durant um and they got like a few different bench players here and there but for the most part the core team stuck together so it's like why wouldn't you keep the core that works and then get rid of the small pieces that you need to get rid of to improve 
it's kind of like, and I'll and I'll bring it back to esports. We saw a long time when Halo Optic, I think it's Snakebite, Liquid, no, 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 not Liquid, Lethal, um, Frosty, and oh my God, I'm forgetting his last name. I can't remember his name, but you guys know uh, Halo, Halo, uh, Team Optic, who's now Toxic. They, or Tox, not Toxic. Um, they won like two Halos uh, worlds in like in a row, but mm-hmm. like you never saw that roster break up. And I think it wasn't yeah. because I think they meshed well. It seemed like yeah. they meshed well. But on top of that, they performed. They knew they could win. So like they, they kept that roster because they knew it was a winning roster. Right. And other times in Halo, you see like, oh, we lost this event. And then that team drops a player. If you have a winning team, keep that team together and find ways to make the make synergy work. work. Yeah. Unless it's just beyond unhealthy to the point where, all right, we have to step in and get rid of the players. Yeah. Or or like it's, a, it's the idea of like, we have to do something at this point. Yeah. But like, wait, like give it some time. Ugh. That's And that's the thing in esports, people don't think there's no time. Because you you know because they no think because they it's the they think like oh shit we can't do that well like, they, we it's more of the player the player length how long are you gonna play for how long are you gonna be good it it's when it's 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 win now or don't win ever in a sense yeah I think that's how a lot of orgs may look at it yeah but yeah um moving on from that I don't know if you saw this or listened to this. But high Ooh. high skies Tifu diss track. So I didn't listen to the diss track at all. Um, I didn't really want to talk about it, but I feel like I did because not even because of what he was saying. First of all, the freestyle or the the song was written terribly. Um, I get that he's only twelve, but, but someone definitely wrote that for him, and it was still written terribly. But like, this is why I don't fucking listen to any of these like diss tracks YouTube for diss tracks. YouTube diss tracks or anything like because they're not good. Like the only reason you come to these things is for the spice. Like, and then you listen to it, and then like you'll be like, "Oh, that dude got that guy, that guy, he got flamed." No, he fucking didn't. Like, like half the people making these diss tracks nowadays have never been in a fight, have never been in a in a beef, like a real beef, like 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 a hey, some of my fucking die kind of beef. No one's gonna die in these beats. I'm sorry. I, I I'm this is, I'm just saying that. No one's gonna fucking you could say whatever the fuck you want to any of these people, no one's gonna come to your front door and shoot you in the fucking face. I, I'm sorry. Like that's why I don't take these diss tracks seriously. Well you also gotta how, think like a lot of these how, YouTubers live this down the street from each other. Yeah, like and that's and that's the thing. It's like it, it's like I, you know, you and I are kind of like in our late twenties, so we grew up in, you know, kind of a, a rap culture, um, a music culture where people would say some shit, and then someone would be dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even growing up about it; it's just being aware of that within that space, and, and that's what and that's, confuses and me about rap and the way gaming meshes to some extent. Yeah, because it's it's this idea of like it's like. And I and I this is why again I don't listen to these things because it portrays this like false thing that it's like it tries to pretend like oh we're tough we're hard I'm 
I'm shitting on someone. Like, look at, look at me go. And it's like, there are no consequences to what you're doing. And because you know there's no consequences, you're going to say some shit, and then people are going to give you shit for it for about a week, and then no one's going to care. And that's why I don't care, because I don't care about those, like, those diss tracks and like, it's like, whatever, like fucking say what you want to say. No one's going to care after about a month. Like you're not going to end up dead in the face. Like watch fucking two weeks later. Like they'd be like, someone got killed. Like, and I'm going to be like, oh, well eat my fucking words. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair. Um, High Sky at the beginning said, oh, this is all for jokes and not meant to be taken seriously. I don't and, want and anybody it- to, I just want to follow up with, from him saying that, it's not harmful for him because yeah. again he's 12 someone's some people some people will look at him and be like okay he's 12 i'm not listening to this kid yeah i i i really only listened to it because it was like the first thing to pop up this week um but i also wanted to see the per- whoever wrote it i wanted to see what they were going to say because again mm-hmm. he's 12 i don't think he was saying so, like, because you could just tell, like, he said something about, like, I was born in the 2000s, but my 90s were better. It's like, what? Um, so I just want to hear what the person who wrote it said. And it sounded, it seemed like whoever wrote this, Banks was obviously a part of it because he was still hurt. So it was clearly like some shade coming from him. And yeah. whoever else in the org felt like they was just like betrayed by Tifu. The thing that bothered me, though, was that they used the instrumental from uh, the baby's Shug song. Are you? Did they? Yeah. That's the thing that made me angry. Okay. So speaking. Okay. So this is a very good point. Did you see the video of the baby beating Beating the the dude up in the Louis store? Yes. Yeah. And what that's about? what I'm talking about because nobody's going to go and beat the shit out of like this kid. I mean, if he was older, let's just say he was 18 or whatever, he put this diss track out. No one's going to go up to his house and beat the shit out of him on like Instagram stories or Well, Snapchat that's different though. That's different whatever. though because to some extent it's different because like the dude with the baby situation was like, like he was actually being like he was instigating like My with him part. there in the camera. My favorite part is that whole He's like, come get your shit. Come get your shit. And then he just, you just see the phone flip around for 20 minutes. And then it just cuts and the dude's on the floor. His pants are off. But How do you beat, how do you beat someone so much that your pants fall this, off? Anyways. This is the song. I might not be able to hear it, so I might just bring it up. This is a, this is a song that High Sky like bit and used the instrumental. So the thing that makes me mad was, first of all, the baby is a fucking killer. All right, he's actually killed someone in a Walmart to protect his family. Then the thing is, we're always talking about in esports people stealing other people's work, right? Yeah, I I highly doubt that phase inquired or did whatever and then yeah they altered the beat a little bit but essentially they use the same beat so the thing is it's like if the baby sees this 12 year old using his music murders a 12 year old no i'm kidding 
he's not no 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 I, I think he's an independent artist so he might not sue right but then he's not gonna realize he's not gonna realize how much money this kid is making off of his music mm-hmm. and that's a big thing in the industry and like people will be like okay well yeah why does it matter how much money he's making off of how much how why does it matter how much money high guy's making off this guy's music or his instrumental it's the same thing as um what is it like when you sample something you those people who made the original that you're sampling have like get paid yeah it, it's the same thing with Fortnite and epic when they like everyone's dance they're 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 capitalizing off of something that they didn't create like originally and they're not consulting with the people who created or inspired these dances I mean, it's all it, it's it's a, it's a sort of like I don't want to say, but it is kind of like culture stealing. Um, it is, and it and it's similar to back in the day when like and not to bring up K-pop, that was an old bit of K-pop. Uh, back in the day, when K-pop would like take a lot of melodies that were and that were from like uh, uh, that had like Latino roots, like they would take some beats that were from reggaeton songs, that were from bachata songs, cumbia songs. And it was the idea of like, nobody really said anything. And then now we kind of have this shift of 2018, 2019 of instead of them stealing these beats and, and, and sort of like being like, yeah, we made this original beat and like they're, they're incorporating these artists into these tracks and they're having like artists be on these tracks instead of like stealing from them. Yeah. But again, it's this idea of like, nobody says anything. Um, and I think Tory Lanez was smart. Like he's apparently his next album is taking so long because he he's like reaching out to those artists that he wants to sample their music from to kind of actually make a bond and make it easier for those samples to get passed. But I just think it it sucks because it's like in the gaming community we always complain about like uh, streamers watching YouTube videos and saying like their content is original. There isn't original, but then we give passes to our favorite like YouTubers when they use a sample or instrumental and it doesn't get like the person who made it doesn't get proper revisions from it. I mean there was a um uh do you know Etio the uh the clothing gaming company? Yeah. The, the gaming clothing company. Yeah. They did a parody. They did they they took literally the sample of uh oh, thank you next. No, and thank you next actually. Um, Wait, what was it, what was the first one you said? Because I know they uh, did "Thank You Next," the song by uh, what's his face, Lil Pump, Gucci Gang. Skid it. Oh my god! Did you did you never see it? I never saw that. I only saw the Ariana Grande "Thank You Next" video where they were like uh, promoting the uh, female gamers. Yeah. Uh, here, I just. Did I not send it? Just I was trying to like send it to you, just so you could like watch it real quick, or just like put it on. Yeah. So this is when I don't know if they ever like consulted anything about to Lil Pump. I don't know if they ever were like, hey, like here's the thing. Um, if, if, if you listen to it, like you just you have to. Uh, I don't know if they're listening to it or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, 
Well, because I'm not familiar, I'm not a hundred percent like hundred percent like familiar with the escape. Like I know it, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. I don't know how much of like the stuff they like. Obviously, visually they bit Little Pump, but I was talking about like the actual sampling of the music. Right. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they sampled it completely or if they just kind of like just like made it off of it. I don't know. But again, it's a lot of it's it's it goes back to we have all these like in for some reason in the lately and I've been seeing it a lot more is like stealing like the stealing of like other things like especially in the past year or two of just like gaming like organizations like anything related to esports or anything like that just kind of like just blatantly just ripping off like like music culture and stuff like that and 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 it just culture in general because it for them it's like oh it's easy to do that no one's going to say anything and it's like we well, really have to start saying something and all right screw it because like a lot of the stuff on the docket we can breeze through later but okay let's get into this let's dive let's dive into this <laughs> i do it i do what's coming the, the i was thing, like i was like the thing is, gonna do it the thing is gaming the game industry or the esports industry is it's not just biting music it's biting hip-hop and rap culture yeah plain and simple yeah. it's the biggest and this is the thing that blows me is and we're gonna have one day we're gonna get a rapper on this podcast and we're gonna have like a esports gaming like episode but the thing that oh, blows God. me about this is please please any rapper so, that wants to come on it's so T-Pain, it's so simple on. to bite up and coming rappers or popular rappers because the labels the, the rappers that are signed to labels outside of independent ones, independent ones might not know the proper uh, steps to sue, right? Yeah. The labels are not always going to step in to in, in benefit of the, of the artist. They're going to step in for themselves because they own the right to that music. So if they see once once your video or whatever starts making a lot of noise or a lot more noise than usual, that's when they're going to step in. But the thing is, because somehow gaming is tied to this like hip hop scene and everyone wants to use, oh, it's gaming culture, just like we associate streetwear with gaming culture. And I get what streetwear is supposed to be kind of like a underground thing for different genres or cultures of things and kind of like have a way for people to relate to music is the same way but again you just have labels who are in bed with like the people who are investing into esports so they allow them to get away with certain things because it's like oh you're making money we'll get a little bit of money over here and we won't like file it like i don't know to what extent phase like because phase has rappers in their circle per se right mm. i don't know if any of those rappers consulted the baby and said hey can this 12 year old kid use your instrumental for a diss song to another youtuber yeah and again i think baby is an independent artist so he might not even see this if he does yeah. he might laugh it off and say okay yeah let that little kid get his money which is cool get your money but if he saw how much money that kid was making from something he created and it's not even good mm. 
like I feel like sometimes rappers have to be greedy, like what the labels were, because yeah. the game community is going to continue to <clears throat> bite them and and steal <laughs> from their creativity, call it their own, and gamers ignore it because we just push everything to the side because it's funny or or we're not even aware where it's coming from. We don't do the history, the the research of. Oh, where did he get this instrumental from? Like, I, as soon as I saw the video and it came on, I was like, this is the Baby Shug song. Like, I didn't even... I started rapping the original song to it when I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and enough gamers... And it's, and it's not about, like, just being aware off-rip because it's not... That's not always the case. No. We're, not, uh, we're not privy to the information. But, like, take the effort to be aware that, like, uh, uh, oh, this isn't... You didn't create this, right? So how does that contribute to it, it, how it plays it, in my mind? Again, it, it, it God, I don't want to say it, but it, it's true. It, it's true. Um, we just just say what you got to say, man. Just say it was on your mind. I it's it's the idea of I'm tired of I'm tired of of esports and gaming of of literally them just stealing from 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 underappreciated cultures and that that's that's black that's latino yeah no yeah that's it they 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 blatantly steal from from the black and latino community don't give them much support um and then and then pawn off their thing like any content that's created by these people they pawn it off as their own and then these and it's not just it's not just you know rappers it's small time creators and stuff like that it's small time twitch streamers they take the that stuff and they use it as their own let leaving everyone else behind and then you have these mass people who don't give a shit because they're getting entertained and and, and on top of that and on top of that let me just piggyback off that really quick it's yeah, not absolutely. only it's not only them using it and it not being their own content like their original content it's the fact that People then associate it, associate it with that individual. Yeah. And they're not aware where it came from. For example, man's not no, was it yeah, man's not hot, right? Yeah. That song blew up. Mm-hmm. But so many people in the world were not privy to where that whole song came from. It came from UK drill music yeah. and Michael Dapper hanging out with these dudes for a, a video series and he, he was like oh is the song done you know making a joke and then he, he like spit a verse and the rapper's like <clears throat> laughing at him but it's like a skit right but the, the thing is is that no one probably ever went to go look and see like the origins of it the origins yeah or they might have just like looked on the meme like what is it like knowyourmeme.com and saw like oh it came from that but they still probably didn't care they probably didn't go and listen to the original song or see who the people are that made the original song they just knew Michael Dapper man's not hot part of the meme I'm gonna laugh blah 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 I'm gonna be part of like the conversation like like if you were to play the instrumental and like you would have said oh that's let's lurk yeah. Nobody nobody would fucking know. Nobody everyone would be like, What are you talking about? That's Man's Not Hot. And you're like Ugh. And to me, Let's Lurk is better than Man's Not Hot. It really is. Guys, go listen to Let's Lurk. It's actually a really good song. Also, in general, like 
not to not to draw away from like American hip hop and rap, but if you guys have ever listened to UK rap, it goes really fucking hard. All right, that's all I had to say. Um, well, let's let's move on from this this track BS because because it's, no it's one sent really us, cares. It's it sent us down a rabbit hole of us being angry at at, at the gaming community. Um, I will say, anytime you see them, you see any esports. How many times have you ever seen a a, a non-white person modeling any streetwear for gaming companies? Wait, what? That say kind of, that again. Have you ever like how many times have you seen a non-white person modeling like streetwear for game like esports streetwear? Uh, I I wouldn't I would say it's kind of like prevalent to some extent. Is like it? I've seen it like a fifty-fifty. I don't know, man. I would say it's a 50, 50 depending on like, but it, I, I think it depends on where you're looking. Okay, I'll give you that. And uh, and, and to be fair, to be, be fair, a lot of people are innocent. This is kind of a cheat, but I think more people are of mixed descent now. So it's yeah, someone might associate more with one race over the other, but they might be like 50 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Because uh, everyone hey, wants to use percentages now. Hey, you know, I think I think it's time for me to crack open the official beer of esports. Are you um, drinking a Bud Light? Because if you are, I swear to God. No, I'm drinking a White Claw actually. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say you're uh, fucking disgusting, but yes. Um, Oshhauser Bush. That was a good. That was a good transition, huh? Because it made me think you were actually drinking a Bud Light. Oh no, I would never drink Bud Light. That's just disgusting. Anyways, moving on. So uh, Anheuser Busch, um, they they trademark it. What the <clears throat> what is it? Official beer of esports. Yes. Before uh, we dive into that, they also have trademark the official beer of gamers and yep. the official beer of gaming. Hey, remember how we said uh, we want all gamers to live healthy, active lifestyles outside of gaming and stuff like that? Well, uh, never mind that shit. Just drink Bud Light. Drink any Anheuser-Busch products, because guess what? That's so healthy for you, right? Right? Well, to be fair, people, when you're at an event, you're probably not going to be the healthiest, right? Like, you probably won't be... You'll, you'll probably be drinking alcohol. Yes, I'll be drinking a vodka soda or a White Claw, because that's way healthier than a beer. Yeah, this up? is deeper than that, because it's essentially one company going all in on esports and literally trademarking any type of yeah pretty much this is just like a a big way to be able to capitalize on esports without really caring right because as soon as another beer company steps in that's not as big as um anheuser-busch the moment they say oh we're the we're the official beer of esports or hey by act even if it's by accident Mm -hmm. we're the official beer of gamers or we're the official beer of gaming they can sue because they have it trademarked. What's going to yeah. happen is beer companies are going to have to start trademarking individual games. The yeah. only issue with that is they're going to have to continue. And I don't know if, if you they spent the company spend money on these trademarks, but they're going to have to. Con- if they do, they're going to have to continue spending money to trademark each game that they want to back within the esports space. Yeah. So, um, kind of how like with Overwatch were- League stuff. Yeah, you already see Bud Light like being a sponsor of the Overwatch League. Um, like, especially there's a July something, July six maybe. 
there's a esports um well there's a new york excelsior watch party at in the times square buffalo wild wings a what the fuck um b in the tweet itself of the announcement or even just the announcement it's like they're like this is officially sponsored by bud light has special drink specials uh, procured by bud light and it's like ew but also like this is this is going to be the new norm. I think you're going to start to see all these pop up events for, uh, for like Overwatch League events, like watch parties, uh, stuff like that, where it's going to be like, it's going to be like alcohol provided by Bud Light. Like it's just it's just like subtle sort of like, here you go, like we're but still here. We're this doing is kind of work. different though because Bud Light is solely focused on Overwatch, right? So right, like, right. And they, what they, I'm they've capitalized is, on Overwatch. This is capitalizing yeah, what, on esports as a whole. Right, and what I'm saying is it's going to become the new norm, not just in Overwatch, but I think you're going to start to see it in a lot of, like, in a lot of big gaming events. They're, like, and, and Heiser-Busch is going to be able to come through and be like, hey, we're trademarked the, the game of, the beer of gamers or the beer of esports. Like, you know you want us in. And then, like, I think you're going to see a lot of these companies uh, that are hosting these big events be like, yeah, you're right. And it's going to become the new norm, and 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 like they're just going to be able to move in whenever they want because now that they they've spent this money to file this trademark and be like, hey, we're we're here now. I think it's just this is it's going to be the new norm. So you're looking at it more of tournament organizers will want to work with them because they have this specific trademark. Yeah. To use, hey, we're the official beer of gaming, or hey, we're the yeah. official beer of esports. Yeah. See, and, and, I'm, I think, and the reason I, I say that, and the reason I say is because I'm using the example of Overwatch, of the Overwatch League now just like coming up with these events that are sponsored by Bud Light, because now like they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot we signed this contract, and now it's like, oh cool, yeah, I guess you can come in, and I think that's what it's going to end up being in future events for non, like any game, like any big tournament, it's going to be like, hey, we have this and this and this and this, and like, oh hey, we're the we're the game with the beer of esports, cool. Yeah, come on in. It's going to be so much easier for Anheuser-Busch to just be pushing their products into esports because they did this move. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying the and as proof in the pudding by Overwatch League. See, I think that works for tournament organizers, right? Mm-hmm. But not for the game per se. Mm. Because again, if they don't, they're capitalizing only on the activation at the event. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's money because people want to attend the events, but you got to think about, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the marketing space of each individual, each individual game being casted because those games have to run those commercials. Not every game is going to run like maybe under DreamHack, they'll probably run the, all the same DreamHack kind of commercials. Mm-hmm. So if if DreamHack has a partnership with Bud Light, yeah, that's when they capitalize with them. But mm-hmm. say, say for example, kind of like at DreamHack Dallas, where there was DreamHack, but then on Sunday they had ESL Mobile PUBG, right? Mm-hmm. If ESL has a completely different contract with like a different beer company, that mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, DreamHack will be like well one ESL won't be running the DreamHack commercial they'll be running something completely different 
Mm-hmm. So I think to some extent, yeah, this like I won't say it's bad, but it definitely works more for activations at events for tournament organizers versus then the viewership of the game, unless mm-hmm. the 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 game is specifically running that tournament organizer's commercials. Mm-hmm. And that tournament organizer has something in the contract saying, hey, like, this is the beer that needs to be, like, the beer commercials need to be run. But that also so could prevent certain games from being at tournaments because it's like, <clears throat> if a beer that a beer company that's not associated with them has a contract like, hey, you guys can't, like, we want to be the official beer of this esport. We don't want to compete with anyone else. So if there's an, a tournament, this game can't be there. Mm. Like there, mm. there might be some legal type of stuff that works like that. Right, right, right. I, I see what you're saying now. So yeah, like they could capitalize on, um, you know, small tournaments or maybe like a a whole league. Uh-huh. And to some some extent, it works. But a lot of the times, <clears throat> right now we see with with esports events, it's still a lot of multi multi game bless you multi game um conventions or events we rarely we like overwatch is now we start because it's franchise we're starting to see like you know home gameplay if you go to something you're only getting overwatch you're only getting league right like, versus if you go to dreamhack you're getting csgo rocket league halo matt yeah. you're getting all these other things so i think like with with that being said like the beer works for the the tournament organizer until the game start franchising and beer start moving away. And instead of just saying we're the official beer of esports, it's going to be we're the official beer of Call of Duty, uh, World League. We're the official beer of you know which PUBG, I don't think, Europe League. Which I don't think we're going to see. I can see it because we're moving. I don't. They, they're, I, I, they're forcing the industry to move to. Um, franchises. Yeah, but I think I think as I think I, I just think I think if you're if you're saying you're the beer of a very broad spectrum, it's 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 like okay, we're the beer of this, but you could clearly tell we're we're targeting adults. If you start being like we're the beer of this specific game, I think you have to be careful with what when you're saying that because your audience is going to be way different depending on what game you go to. So I don't think that a lot of these beer or alcohol sort of companies are going to want to like have to follow through the logistics of that i don't and i think they're going to rather be like but that's but that's when you get but that's when you get um like like casamigos being like we're the official we're the official tequila of 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 dreamhack whatever instead of we're the official we're the official like tequila of call of duty i don't or or whatever or something specific i don't think that's going to happen um, I, I, just, I can I, see it. I though. personally feel like I personally like like differences of opinion. I personally don't see it. I know you you feel like, and I think I think the biggest thing is I think we have to let time tell, like how far this is going to go when it comes to because this is new. This is like kind of the some of the first time we're seeing like alcohol being like a prominent sort of thing in in gaming, you know. Which we always had, of course, we always had people drinking and stuff like that. But I don't think we ever had like an official recognition of alcohol x gaming you know yeah but i i don't um, think i don't think they're gonna rely on the current market or the current people that are like current adults that are watching i think it'll just be like 
we're, we're associated with this game. So like, as long as we're running in this space, we know we can capitalize on this market versus it being line extension of, hey, we're the beer of esports, but it's like, how are you the beer of esports if I'm watching Call of Duty and you guys aren't there? Like, they have a different partnership with a different beer brand or what or liquor brand, right? That that's that's all I'm saying. I just feel like, yeah, like you have the the broad spectrum of it, but there's so many different tournament organizers and games within esports. Mm. You can't you can, you can lay claim and say we have the whole market to kind of fool people with numbers and uh, marketing contracts and stuff. But in reality, the people who are within the space know you don't have the entire market because of the number of games and tournament organizers that occur. That, that's mm. why I was saying like, yeah, it, it can work for them to some extent, but I don't think it'll, it won't be the say all, be all, end all. That's all I was getting at. Mm. So moving away from the official beer of esports. How about we shit on, no, just kidding. No, actually. You want to shit on Team Liquid, don't you? Well, let me say this. This week within esports, there's a lot of partnerships. Mm. So you have Team Solo Mid partnering with Venmo. Eh. You have Team Heretics partnering with Adidas. Eh. Then you have John Deere um, sponsoring Farm Simulator. Fuck yes. That one I'm okay with. I mean, it makes sense. I can't. You can't even be mad at that. That's one that makes sense. Though. The I fact, like the too. fact that there is competitive farm simulator, that's a different story. That's, that's a different topic. I mean, there's a market for everyone within esports, so I can't be mad at it. But it's just a, to me, it's just the weirdest game to say, "Hey, this is an esport." Have you ever played Farming Simulator? No, but I've seen it, and I was confused because it was just a bunch of machines pushing bales of hay to the center of the map. You should get into it. It's very fun. (laughs) I've been getting into auto chess. You know, I still haven't gotten into auto chess. It's pretty fun. Don't play Dota Underlords, though, because it's super unbalanced right now. What do you recommend for auto chess? Uh, Just basic auto chess on your phone. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, can we talk about the one that I'm mad about, though? Or are you mad about it too? I don't know. Are you mad about I was, the... I wasn't mad about it. I was just disgusted. Okay. Okay. So if you guys don't know, we're talking about Team Liquid partnering with Marvel Entertainment to create merchandise and content. But their first drop are jerseys that are style, that are Avenger style jerseys. Okay. I'm going to get fucking shit for this. I don't give a shit. It is the most uninspired, unoriginal shit clothing that I've ever seen we have seen these designs before we have seen it on Under Armour we've seen it on like we have seen it on underwear we've seen it on socks we have seen it on fucking t-shirts we have seen it on fucking I don't know we've seen it on bandanas we've seen it everywhere and they had this fucking you have you made a partnership with Marvel like you could have took so many routes with it you could have. You had all it, but what did you do? You did the same shit that everyone else does, which is, oh, we have a Captain America jersey. We have an Iron Man jersey. We have the jersey that's styled after the Avengers. No, but, like, everybody does that. That's my biggest thing is that you had – you made this partnership, and you could have, like, been, like – you could have just been, like, hey, like, like you could have done any other Marvel character. You could have done some original-ass dope sick designs 
you could have put you could have brought artists involved you could have brought artists from marvel involved and you could have done some very amazing jerseys that not only not only like highlighted marvel entertainment but highlighted liquid and it's like for you to just fucking make the same fucking shit that every other fucking company that partners with Marvel does and then just slap the fucking logo on it is like disgusting and I hate it. All right, that's all I got. So the thing is, the the jerseys, the, first of all, congratulations to, to Liquid for getting the partnership. Yeah. No one's mad about the partnership. No one's mad about that. Everyone's happy for that. I it's have, the I fact, have no qualms. Like, it's the fact that they took Walmart-esque designs from a t-shirt that you see you. in Target or Walmart, said, hey, yo, make this uh, mesh material. Teach oh, these okay. devils. Teach um, these devils. Throw that uh, Team Liquid horse logo on it. All right, cool. That's going to be it. We got the jerseys. Like, huh? What? And that's what I'm saying. You had all this potential to create some sick fucking designs. I get it. It's merchandise. It's not the official jerseys of the team or whatever. The problem is, who's wearing that? You can't say esports market or League of Legends, you know, viewership or market is 25 to 32 or whatever, right? And then make jerseys like this and say, oh, is this is this something that gamers would wear? 100%. The ner- the, what you classify what was classified as a nerdy gamer before all you guys people like people moved into the the space of esports and gaming nerdy gamers will wear that but you can't put that out and then say oh we got streetwear over here what i you're trying to market to everyone and i get it i get it it's like marvel marvel is disney like that's what marvel does that's what disney does disney's for everybody so I get what you guys are trying to do. You're trying to find a, the perfect balance of, uh, you know, kid-friendly, Disney, we're for everyone, and then the streetwear for the hardcore between. But the designs were just not good. There should have been, the in-between should have been, hey, let's make a shirt or jersey that's designed well that represents Marvel, represents Team Liquid, that kids can wear or families can wear but also that who the people we already market to the streetwear people like you guys are moving into too many different spaces just for reference like you could go to aliexpress.com google avengers endgame and i swear to god you will find a mesh shirt that looks like the that looks like any of these jerseys they just don't have the fucking team liquid logo on them it's it's I'm sorry. The design is just trash. That's literally the biggest issue. The design is trash. They literally just took Walmart-esque design t-shirts of of that you would buy a little kid and slap the liquid. Like, honestly, liquid should not be proud of the jersey. They should be proud of the sponsorship. They should not be proud of the jersey at all. I think I just feel like they should have pushed for more. I think they should have pushed for and even just a t shirt where it's just like half of the liquid design and then underneath That's the it says only Marvel. good one. I'm like, that's that's okay. I'm not it's not amazing. It's cool. Yeah, it's it it's kinda, it's a better design than slapping Iron Man's little chest thing on the jersey and then slapping the, the liquid Trojan horse on. Like it just doesn't make it like there's no way that the pe- the the creative people at Liquid and the creative pe- people at Marvel sat in a room, discussed ideas, and like that was the end all be like B 
be all result. Um, and if it yeah, was, I mean, that's just poor planning. Um, because it's trash. You know, you know I, I, and not to bring up the fucking Overwatch League again, but how do you feel? Did you see the third, the third team jerseys? Yeah, I think for, we talked about like two episodes ago. Episodes that's ago. how you, and not say I'm not saying all of them. No, some, some, of the, some of those designs were bad, but they were definitely better than all of the the Lakewood jerseys that and, showcased. And that's how you fucking do it, though. That's how you make a fucking new jersey. You try to take some elements from, like, every single, like, 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 yeah, some of them are not good. Some of them are not good at all. But, but at least, take, even though they're try. not good, yeah, even though they're not good, they, they utilize some somewhat original ideas. Like, the fact that Shock had camo like it's it's a very simple design it's super popular within streetwear and a kid could wear that and it it won't be like he looks crazy but if i see you wearing a team liquid like iron man shirt you look kind of nuts yeah i mean also like i mean if you take like the atlanta the atlanta rain jersey there's a peach on it what's popular in georgia fucking peaches who would have thought that peach on that like that's kind of clever you know what's not clever using the same fucking design as a target t-shirt and just putting a team liquid logo on it sorry that's and 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 i know you agree with me on that so fucking sorry not sorry i don't again i'm happy that they had like that the partnership happened it's just and i and i saw so many people that were hype and like oh like and this is the thing that kind of messed me up. I couldn't tell if people were actually hyped for the collaboration, like the the partnership, or the jerseys, or the jersey. That's that's yeah. what was confusing to me. I feel like deep down, I think a lot of people are disappointed in the outcome of the look of the jerseys than the actual partnership. Because like, you can't. How are you gonna knock a partnership with Marvel, the yeah. biggest franchise in the world right now? Yeah. But it's just like you came out with what is it like three? It's like three jerseys and a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Like they just don't look good, and they're and and then on top of that, it's just very like let's just take some generic shit and and try to capitalize on. It. And then the jerseys are eighty five dollars. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You want me to pay eighty five dollars for something that I could go get at Target? For probably like twenty bucks, yeah. Nah, I'll nerd out. I'll nerd out at Target and go to an event and wear those shirts. Yeah. See, and that's the thing that bothers me is people come into esports and they think like you have people that are like, oh no, this is the new gamer. The new gamers in the streetwear, they're they're YouTubers, they're all this. Just like nah, there's a new there's a new gamer in town kind of uh, attitude, right? But then you have people who have the traditional thought of, of gamers and they're like, oh, it's just nerdy, fat, sweaty, people who don't shower or the scrawny kid who's got no muscles like wearing the Ninja Turtle shirt or or the Iron Man, you know, T-shirt. Now, am I saying people are, are not going to buy these jerseys? No. There's definitely going to be someone who drops $85. Well, I think they have wasted their money 100%. But this Absolutely. one is capitalizing on the the what people used to think of nerdy gamers when Liquid does a lot 
like their their original jerseys are like right now are camo. So even yeah. those jerseys are pushing towards streetwear. So yeah, and I'm not saying you can't cater to Ugh. people, but it's in you're not going to be able to cater to everyone because eventually in one of those markets that you're trying to cater to, you're going to lose money because either the people are going to lose interest or the people who were invested in it from the other market that you were will see like all right, you're pushing more toward this market that doesn't that I don't relate to. Yeah. And I think to some extent esports esports needs to pick. Hey, are we going to market to because again, it's it's really hard to say because gamers gamers are so broad. But mm. within gaming there's still markets. And I think esports needs to decide, like, are we going to be pushing this new, healthy, streetwear-looking gamer model, or are we going to try to stick to the old, stereotypical, classic of what people think gamers are? Yeah. Because they're not going to make money. And that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, you're, you're in esports and you're not making money. But that's because they're trying to cater to everyone. Yeah. Hey, uh... I gotta, I gotta, okay. Uh, do do we have final thoughts on this? Because I have to shit on something again. My final th- my final takes is that the jerseys have poor design, and anyone who pays eighty five dollars for a Walmart esque t shirt that's mesh, you wasted your money. Plain and simple. Okay. Where are you going? Where are you going with this? Or from this? I'm coming at <laughs> I'm coming at Overwatch League. Your I just need to say this. Your hometown collection is trash. You could have made clothing. Their hometown collection Is this something is new? new? Is this something new? Yeah. Okay. It just it it launched a couple days ago. It is this it the hometown collection is essentially they were supposed to be these these designs that were sponsored that were like I I'm going to send you the link right now. Um there are these, they're, they're these uh, shirts that were created to represent the hometown of whatever place. Y'all made vacation shirts. You guys essentially made vacation shirts that you see in like, like in like a tourist shop. Like you see that, and and I want you to take a look at them, and I and and I want you could say if I'm, you could say like I you you could say this ain't it, you could say Henry they look cool, like I I fucks with them. I I just I need your opinion because I'm I don't like that. I don't like that you had all this potential to make really dope shit, and you ended up making a lot of them making like graph like shitty graphics or just like stuff that looks like stuff that you could get off a of Redbubble. How are you feeling about it? The some of the graphics do look somewhat generic, but I don't mind this. And I say that because this is what traditional sports do in the sense of we just make a T-shirt with a, a simple design or maybe the team logo um, and sell on the and website. It, and that's what I that's what I'm looking at. This is I'm not looking at this as like, let's let's do something new and out of the out of the box thinking i look at this as again traditional 
branding and marketing that's coming from traditional sports for each of the Overwatch teams. And I think that's what bothers me is that I think that you, you, you've been trying to pride yourself in saying that you're not like traditional sports or you've, you've been trying to break away from this mold and then you do something like this where it's just like, all right. Well, I could, I could see where they say they're not like traditional sports because of some of these designs. Like most of the traditional sports would wouldn't be this like creative i don't know they remind me of like of like uh of like vacation shirts that you see in a tour shop at, like when you arrive in an airport that that's what they remind me of well that's well that's what traditional sports t-shirts are like you know and, and again, you go to a and, game but oh you also got to think these will probably be sold at whatever the, these were like gift shop t-shirts not gift shop t- t-shirts um what like like the NBA store kind of t-shirts like when you go to a basketball game and they have like the little merchandise shop that you can buy the team merchandise that's like yeah. what these are yeah. so that's why I'm not mad at it right I'm, I'm <laughs> but are you mad at the design or are you mad at like the t-shirts I think I'm mad at just I'm mad at the idea that you had this like you could have done something really dope with these hometown collections and for the majority of the shirts you didn't for the majority of the designs you kind of did you didn't and and i'm just like eh. so like, i you, don't did you want like these like, t-shirts to take each star players like main character and like make like the the team no, partner esque t-shirt i wanted them to sort of i wanted them to create something that was like i'm trying i don't know how to describe it it's just you can I, only not, do it so much with the t-shirt True, but I feel like just a lot of it, like they could have done differently instead of trying to make it seem like it was like these like touristy shirts. I felt like they could have, like, kind of still geared it towards like. I I just feel like they could have done more. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I don't have a proper response for it, but I feel like they could have done more. And I just I just got these vibes that a lot of these shirts are like these like, these like they almost feel like they're like Red Bubble esque designs. That it's just like okay, that's cute. Yeah, I get that. I get that coming. I get where you're coming from with that. But I think. Your your perception may change some, to some extent, um, when and if you see these in an Overwatch arena, like which hanging I, up in a store, which I will see in an arena. Hopefully, in well, I I will be at the the Blizzard Arena probably in August, um, for a game or two. So maybe if I see them, I'll I'll like I'll kind of take a look at them. But oh, they're they're actually not bad. They're not as bad as I. Uh, they're not as much like I was giving them shit, but they're not as bad. Yeah, and I think that's what it is because it's kind of like if you go on NBA store, you see essentially team, uh, team shirts like this, like very generic kind of looking. Like the, again, esports, it, the the art has to be jump at you a little bit, and I kind of get what you're saying where some of them look like very generic logos. Um, yeah. But I think you'll get a different atmosphere of or different opinion of the shirts if, when you see it in person, like hanging in the store. Mm, mm, mm. That's how I look at it, but mm. I don't. I don't mind it. Not as much as the damn eighty. And again, these aren't eighty-five dollars, so yeah, it's not an eighty-five dollar partnership. Um, Anger. <laughs> Anger. I guess we can close out with our final topic of: um, Do you think battle royale could work in modern warfare, or is do you feel that BR is dying and it's too late? Don't add it to another game. I think 
I think if you want a battle royale in a modern warfare game, I think you could take elements from. I think it has to be an entirely separate game. I think I don't think I don't think like I think Blackout kind of died because it was just an add-on to an existing game because there was other content. I think if you created a whole new sort of battle royale that is based in that universe, I think it would do better than it just being an add-on to the new modern warfare. Well, to be fair, I think with um, and, I was reading and, a Crunch article, I would say it could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be actually coming out as its own separate entity, which then I would say it's, I think it would do well. But if it's just coming on as like an add-on, I don't know, man. No, so that's the thing. BR is not Battle Royale is not its own game. It's just its own game type. The thing was, um with Blackout, Blackout there was supposed to be a 2v2 uh like story mode within Call of Duty Black Ops 4, but they scrapped uh-huh. that to add Blackout. So I think right. part of Blackout's failure was the the rush of the, how I think it was like six months or nine months before the game was supposed to come out that they decided right, to okay. add Blackout. So I think it okay. was it can be done right if they have proper time. Mm. But I think I personally think that the Call of Duty community does not care for Battle Royale. And I say that because even though Blackout is still a fast paced BR, it's still overall BR is a slow game type. Yes, BRs can be be played fast, but it's still based on how people play. If you're if you if your play style, if you play differently in you know domination than you do in team deathmatch, you're gonna play BR uh, like a slightly different style as well. So if you if you if you overall play your shooters fast paced like I'm going in all out boom 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 like you can play a BR like that you see it all the time in PUBG um mm. and I think but I just think that Call of Duty's fans are so used to like the game type can be there if it wants to be I'm not saying the game type will fail like people could go in and casually play it again if it's done correctly but as far as uh, on a, on the competitive aspect I don't ever see it being um pushed by the call of duty community or them really mm. wanting it i think if it does it might be slightly forced mm. um and it'll probably get some backing now that they have you know blizzard so it could we could see some success mm. but i won't say i won't say um battle royale is needed within call of duty or the new modern warfare but it could work but again that depends on how much time the development team has actually given to work on it versus whatever the nine or six months, the crazy last minute thing that they had to do for blackout. Um, mm. If you give it adequate time, it could work because of how many other BRs are already out and mm. the length of their survival. The devs can look at those and kind of use that and be like, okay, this, this type of design or this type of model works. This one doesn't um, mm. like we don't, it, and it could because auto chess is getting so popular but we're starting to see the slowdown of how many BRs are popping up mm. like you had H1 then you have PUBG then right after that you have Fortnite and then you have all these other BRs popping up here and there um, that you see streamers playing and then like the kind of last big one you see is Blackout and then that dies but then you still see Fortnite and PUBG and um mm. That, those are like the 
I think there's another one I'm missing, but I can't think of it. Oh, but you see like games like Ring of Elysium pop up. Like people are still playing that, but it's not as it's prevalent. Not, it's not as popping it off it as as it as it was originally. Yeah. So I think yeah. if if the devs over who are making Modern Warfare sit back and look and say, okay, how can we properly make this work uh, by looking at the games that or the BR game types that are out now and have survived, like mm. really survived. It can work. If they don't, I don't think like Call of Duty will be fine if it doesn't have a BR mode. But it could work if they look at what's still out there. Right but again, I think it comes back just back down to to auto chess. Like auto chess is really really popular. So we're we're already starting. Like I don't know if you have seen it, but I've had people like my my coworkers trying to download auto chess, and he was already having trouble finding like the different versions because there was like so many auto like there was a, a there's a, a lot food, of auto chess yeah there was like a food like kind of uh diner dash yeah. auto chess that popped it's up it's funny that and like i was just like you know he recommended me doing auto chess on my phone and i literally picked up my phone just now and typed in auto chess on the app store and there was like 20 of them i was like oh which one does he yeah. want which one does he mean so i think now i think the i don't really know like the the fad of br is over yeah and now the new fad is uh Auto chess, one hundred percent. We'll see how that, well, how but, far that goes. Though. But I do think that a BR in Call of Duty could be successful. It's just they need adequate time to work on it. But that was something that I, I was reading earlier, and I just thought I would ask you because we like we saw what happened with Blackout. Um, yeah, Auto Chess is getting super popular, and you know there was War of the Worlds when Battle Royale was every new game was popping up, and it's always. Oh, this yeah. is the death of PUBG, or oh, this is gonna be the the Fortnite killer. Like, even yeah. oh, that's the one I was leaving out. Apex, like people yeah. like those. Yeah, Apex died somewhat, but people still play it consistently. So if they look at Apex or PUBG and Fortnite, they can make the game work. Um, Real quick, I, I think uh, Apex, the world of, oh. oh, go ahead. Apex season two, that trailer, that song was really fucking dope. That's all I gotta say about that. Did you see the <laughs> animated like? trailer of it not like of the actual gameplay but like the actual art and like rendered out video that they did that they did uh no after the I podcast go watch it i think you would you would really like it mm. and they give a lot of shine to octane who is i think i think he's i don't want to say mexican but he's he's of hispanic descent and he's i think Latino. The, yeah so i think the shine that you see him get in the video will actually make you really happy mm. But, um, but overall, it was really the art and the video itself was done really well. Uh, but also, guys, if that that this, if you guys watch the season two trailer and you hear that song and you're like, "Shit, what is this?" It's uh, "Only One King" by uh, Young Youth. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> just to, just, just to get some shine. Just just fucking Shazam it, or just fucking Google Apex Legends season two trailer song. But. With all that being said, Troy, do the outro. Goddamn, I was waiting for you to take over. Oh, I didn't know how far you were going with that. That's why I was like, all right, I'm going to let Henry do his I, thing. I, I, he seems like he's in his bag. I'm just going to let I him thought, go. <laughs> I thought you were going to like be like, I was going to be like, but with that being said, and then you'd be like, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah. See, I thought about it, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to let him do his thing. Uh, actually, yeah. All right, fine. With that being said, guys, as usual, thank you so much for listening to this podcast that does us for another Till Good Game Do Us part. 
as usual, it's been Henry and Troy. We love you guys very much. Speak yourself, love yourself, because we love you for listening, and we love you as a person. And check on your strong friends, guys. Always check on your strong All right. Have the conversations. Ask people how they're doing. Hell, ask someone if they're hydrated, you know? What does Henry say? Drink your goddamn water. Always drink your water, guys. All right. So we're headed out. Everyone have a good 4th of July. This motherfucker had to do an outro over my outro. Look at this guy. No, I was actually about to ask what are you doing for 4th of July? Oh, what am I doing for 4th of July? Um, I will be at, in the Bronx. Uh, my roommate and I are going to a nice, nice cookout, nice barbecue in the Bronx. Uh, we're going to barbecue. I know. We're going to barbecue with some good friends. What are you doing, my friend? I'm Did probably live- just going to go to uh, the movies and watch uh, Midsommar. And then I'm probably oh. going to sit on the highway and watch the fireworks. Or no, actually, I'm probably going to go climb this uh, parking garage and watch the fireworks at the National Mall. Kind of cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, you know what movie I'm very hyped to see? The Queen and Slim. That's all I will say on that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, have a wonderful 4th of July. Um, make smart decisions. Don't That's drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Please, for the love of God, don't. We love you I'm guys. On va- I'm on vacation from work, so don't make stupid decisions. <laughs> we love you guys. Peace. Peace.